business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to this episode 103 of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and I'm a construction innovation agent based in Helsinki, Finland. Today I have the pleasure to talk with Ali El Hariri, construction engineer, co-founder and CEO of the project management software startup Bulldozer. Ali, it's great to have you on the podcast again. Again, second time. Thanks again. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was actually five years ago, so time flies. But my first question, of course, is, so what has happened since our last previous chat? Are you sure you want to ask this question? <laughs> it would be very long, then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, five years. Uh, it's been a while. Um, yeah, when we when we discussed last time, uh, we were discussing about how uh, we're going to tackle this great and difficult market, which is like construction uh, digitization. Um, so we were really at the beginning uh, of this journey, um, uh, trying to figure out a model, trying to figure out how to approach uh, uh, large companies versus small small companies. Is it like a uh, should should we should we address the contractor market or on the other side maybe the owner or yeah this was really like the, the very beginning so uh, I think right now we we found the uh, we found our we found our um, um, the right fit uh, that's the main the main change uh, we proceeded uh, since uh, since last time we discussed so maybe to be more concise um, the, the the team grew up the product. Uh, is way more mature right now. Uh, is uh, used the, the product is used, and the platform is used by large uh, companies um, in most of their uh, construction sites. Uh, it's uh, it's now an, an enterprise level solution. Uh, at the beginning, we were really working with uh, small businesses or at the project level. So uh, this is a huge step up for us, like uh, being able to work with enterprise level companies, and. Uh, also, in terms of users, uh, at the big, very beginning, we were really tackling uh, the small, small and medium-sized market uh, with the uh, small businesses, small contractor, specialty contractor mainly, and small engineering firm. And now, uh, I mean, this is the the main difference. Uh, we're working, uh, I, I would say, uh, mostly with uh, very large accounts. Uh, some of them are either owners. Uh, such as uh, companies that uh, work in uh, the infrastructure business and have to operate uh, highways, uh, metros, uh, railways, uh, things like this. So their um, their particularity is that they are employing themselves a lot of people in charge of all the technical aspects of construction and maintenance. And also on the other side, they do also employ and hire um, uh, engineering firms contractors to manage all this because uh, it's huge it's a huge uh, piece of work so they have to uh, outsource uh, it a bit and also uh, when it's not their core business they have to find specialty uh, engineering firms and, and contractors to of course execute the works so yeah um, to come back to your question huge changes of course um, mainly in the the way we address the market and also the the way the product has also evolved uh, we began by um, uh, one mobile app uh, on on iOS at the very beginning, then Windows, then Android, and then we had to evolve. 
so mainly um, uh, collecting the data from the field to 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 provide this data to a manager or some kind of project manager, I would say. And now it's it's both way. It's also this, it's the field that uh, provides the data uh, and automate a lot of tasks such as reporting, uh, collaboration, things like this. And on the other side, uh, this is I think the the I, I think the the side in which we created more value. It's the fact that now people are in the office, which were not our initial target, now have eyes also on what's happening on the construction sites, uh, evaluation of the risk. Uh, is the, the project a bit delayed or uh, is there some quality problem happening on all our side? But at the at the asset level, not at only at the project level, really at the, the asset of the company or um, can give concrete example if you want. Yeah, even even portfolio level, you would say. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they call it either portfolio or um, yeah, real estate asset or infrastructure asset. So mm. if you take some some specific examples, um, we're working with the with one of the leaders in, here in France. Uh, yeah, the European level, not only in France, they're they're mainly present, but uh, other in other countries. So they they work in in uh, the highway business. So they're uh, they operating it with uh, several thousand people working on it so technic technicians they're building it they're helping building it with engineering firms and they're also uh working in small works so they have like the full portfolio exploration uh huge company uh part of the effage uh, group um, and so uh in this case we're providing the solution to the owner but it's being used at every level uh until the the contracting the contract firm the uh, the contractor sorry and so in this case, their asset is the highway. Uh, it could be the bearer you, you, you raise and, uh, and, uh, and use to, 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 to cross the highway, but basically their asset is this. Uh, on the other side, you have RATP, which is like uh, one of the leaders in the metro business. And so they're using it in their same tool is being used in a different way. So either in stations, so mainly a building or in linear uh, construction, which is more, much more like infrastructure construction. And so uh, again, they're operating it. They're using our software to collaborate with the engineering firms, collaborate with contractors and collaborate uh, uh, between them. So, um, yeah. Okay, so, so what, what kind of feedback have you received from, from clients like this? Uh, Yep. What what kind of value do they find uh, from from using your solution? Yeah, so so the value has evolved. Uh, I can I can recall back from from our first conversation. Uh, the value has evolved. Uh, at the very beginning, the 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 first value we provided was okay. Now I can take pictures with my smartphone and uh, collect some data. And uh, rather than sending it through email uh, via my smartphone, now it's in a database with all my colleagues. So this was the first. Uh, the first uh, benefit, uh, at least we, we provided at the very beginning, by being a mobile solution and not um, a traditional web uh, web that tried to go on the mobile uh, stuff. Uh, nowadays, this is this is a very different topic. Uh, uh, if you if you're a project manager, an engineer on site, the first benefit you will uh, get from this is uh, the speed of data collection. So uh, rather than actually taking pictures, uploading them, putting them in form into a specific report that your 
owner has um, has requested now everything is i would say almost automated uh, you collect the data and it goes to the database and on the other side the report goes into what you have to report etc so uh, in terms of if you talk numbers uh, engineering firms that use our software right now they have uh, between seven and ten hours saved per week per engineer in this reporting uh, work. So uh, if you have to recall how reports are done, and they are still done this way uh, in many, many companies. So it's a huge market. Um, generating reports, it's it's the job of the engineering firm or the, the project manager. You have to trace everything. Uh, you have to report everything because you have defects that happen many years after. And so you have to protect yourself, your company, the project. And so that's why, that's what I've been doing myself uh, for years at Buick. And um, I mean, this is a huge burden for all site engineers. Uh, you don't want to spend all your time in Microsoft Word or Excel, uh, reframing everything, uh, creating a template, resizing your images and everything. So um, at the very beginning, again, all the tools that were created, they were only here to make you collect a picture and sending sending it into a database. And now uh, the, the thing we succeeded at doing is Okay, we take this picture. We also collect many, many forms of data, such as digital forms, checklists, um, uh, collaboration messages, uh, voice to text, things like this. And actually, this is goes to a flow, automated. So I mean, the user even uh, doesn't have to care of what's happening in between, and it happens to a beautiful report that you can send or is automatically sent to your clients, to you, to the owner. And then you is the way and you you save time for the guy on the site uh, or the girl on the site. And then you also provide a way for the company to protect uh, herself, uh, itself, sorry, uh, to do the do all the requirement legal and compliance that have to, to, to do in the report, the report business. And so this is done without all the burden of uh, managing um, the report. So this is like the, the the point of view of the guy on the side. He, he wants to save time. Uh, he wants the speed of data collection. He doesn't want to, a complex application. So, uh, and also he wants a tool that is almost all in one. So he doesn't want to have an app for the forms, for digital forms, an app for the the, the punch lists, an app for uh, his planning and etc. So he was uh, he wants to have uh, something that is all in one, and uh, all in one is really complex to build. Uh, it's either you're a big software company and you massive all-in-one, so it's completely useless on the on the on the construction side because it doesn't work offline or because it's too complex. People um, people don't want to adopt it because it's so complex. So you have to do huge effort uh, to make it uh, compatible with the requirements of the people on site. Um, and so. That's that's why it took us also a, a long time to implement all these bricks into one tool, um, and yeah, okay. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll I'll close the chapter for the the, the construction side guy. Uh, it's mainly like um, speed of implementation. I want to save time. I want to go back home earlier. Uh, I don't want to to spend three hours uh, at the, at the end of the day to do my reports and things like this, and. Now the new part is on the management side, uh, because right now actually they can go on the web app and uh, uh, see what's happening. So they can not only see images, pictures, charts, 
progress, risks, things like this, or the tasks. But that is also they can collaborate with the with the guys on site, and that's a new thing. So it's not only like a, uh, what uh, what we knew uh, in between like 2000. Uh, yeah, in between 2010, 2020, you had like all these mobile first solutions. Now uh, we're in the post mobile uh, era, which is like either you, you use this data to uh, take decisions or uh, you only provide also uh, a way for the architect, the engineer, the owner that is not, no, not working at all on the construction side, but is managing it and has this responsibility of it. Uh, you provide him a way to interact. So collaboration uh task management um standardization somehow uh depends on the, the type of business you're working in but uh, people right now their their level of, of uh, maturity at, in this topic is way higher than what it was so there are uh, many companies we're working with are at the level of uh trying to industrialize their construction site although i know that every construction site is a unique piece and it has own constraint but Somehow, uh, all the problems that are um, are found in construction sites or in defects after construction, they are mainly the same. And so, uh, more and more companies are, are trying to aggregate uh, the, the cause of all these defects and try to solve them by putting more, um, sometimes more constraints into during the construction phase, uh, like quality control, safety checks, things like this. To avoid uh, to avoid problems uh, during the exploitation phase, the maintenance phase, and so this is like the new part. The new part is how do you use this data to take decisions? How do you generate reports uh, simply and uh, without having to pay uh, ten developers to do a specific custom things? And how do you keep this um, in a SaaS business, so software as a service business uh, that allows any construction site engineer to go in his web app and use the tools uh, to customize what he wants. So you don't want you, actually the, all the business before was made uh, yeah, with service companies. Uh, meaning uh, if you're a client, you, you, you hire a software vendor and the software vendor actually is not really software. They have like a, a huge army of developers that do custom things. And as a project manager, sometimes if you only want to do a, a simple task such as, um, yeah, you want to do a quality control on one side of the on, on one side of the construction side at some point, some point, uh, you have uh, your blueprint or your plans that change the bit. You want just to upload it and and change it and uh, and modify something in your checklist. Um, before you had to 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 call the companies and emails the I mean the software vendors and emails ask them to do modifications in your forms. And it was super heavy. And it is still for a lot of companies super heavy because it's a service, it's a service company. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you know, in construction business, you don't have time, you don't have time to wait and you don't have money to pay all these modifications. And so uh, with my co-founder Maxence, uh, since the beginning, we were hard believers of the SaaS business model specifically for uh, for uh, for industry for an industry like like, uh, like construction, it's because things go really really fast, and you don't have time to you don't have time to wait for uh, the software developer to modify your specific reports. So it doesn't mean that you don't need people to train you and show you how how the software works. This is like really a, a necessity, uh, but you don't have time to wait 
for the software vendor to actually modify his software for you to be able to use it. So that's that's the I mean something that's really new in 2021. It's like a, yeah, SaaS is uh, the SaaS business is really like a mature I think for for construction. Mm. Yeah, <clears throat> you you said uh, earlier that there's still a lot of potential in in the market for you. So it means that not every company is embracing this new technology and the, the new way of working. Do you see why why that is still the still the case? What what's holding uh, them back? Um, people, <laughs> people, people are the the reason why everything is not developed. But I think also software vendors they have their all the part of the responsibility for this. So uh, maybe I can explain this. Uh, people, because like the main reason, uh, the main reason uh, that is uh, uh, that is uh, yeah the main reason like. Uh, re uh, restraining all the digitization, it's uh, that people don't want to change. Uh, people don't want to change the process. They don't want to change the way they collect information. They don't want to structure themselves. So uh, maybe I can share a simple example to, to illustrate my, uh, my sentence here. Um, we find it way easier to digitize companies that work um, rigorously with an Excel file it's way more easy to 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 work with those guys and to push them into a, a, a digital uh, ecosystem with the cloud and mobile uh, mobile application and things like this it's because they are organized at the beginning so even if they are organized with excel or even with paper they are still organized and it, this is like the the easy part <laughs> you you take those processes and you say okay so now it will be easier for you because you don't want to go back to the office or you don't want to scan this document or you don't want to, to, to send an email. Uh, you can do it in the applications. Look, you save 10 hours per week per person. So this is the benefit. And this is, this is a super simple discussion. Uh, the discu discussion that is really not simple, <clears throat> it's when you have um, contractors or owners uh, in front of you that think that the software will do everything. And this is not the case. Uh, for uh, it's, uh, I, I take an analogy with the CRM business in the sales uh, with the, sell, uh, so the salespeople. So if you take a, a CRM uh, in a non-organized sales team, uh, it will be a mess because people will think, "Oh yeah, we provide the software and we will sell a lot, lot more and we'll be organized magically and everything," which is not the case. If you take a sales organization with um, uh, head of sales, I would say that is organized, even with an Excel or even again with paper or whiteboard or, or post-its, mm -hmm. it will be way more easy to provide them value if they're organized at the beginning. So that's why um, um, in terms of deployment, the, the, the thing is you, you have to, as a software vendor, at least you have to, to find a company that is uh, mature enough. So not mature in the digital way, mature in the organization way so i mean they have a clear organization uh they have a clear way to report and even if it's with post-its or excel or whatever they are still organized and that's um that that's very good uh, a very good sign of uh, maturity so uh, to go back to your question um i think the the companies uh the potential right now is still great because people are not yet that organized depending on the business they, they're working so i can say right now um, we got more and more specialized in the infrastructure business. So building infrastructures, 
railways, metros, uh, energy networks. Uh, uh, right now, we're working with Total, the, the, the energy company, uh, uh, for um, uh, electric vehicle charging infrastructure. So a very new business uh, for them. And uh, so all these businesses, they, they require a lot of structure, etc. So it is the infrastructure business. In the building, or even in the refurbishments, it's not the same uh, the same organization we'll find. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's also it's also the reason it's also it's depending on the constraints you have on the legal or on your contract uh, in your in, in your industry. For example, contractors in the infrastructure business they're required to um, do self assessments. Uh, controls, um, uh, non-conformity forms, uh, reports, daily reports, things like this. So it's part of their contract uh, to do this. If you if you go into uh, uh, refurbishment of uh, of buildings, so the size of the company will be maybe maybe the same, but the, traditionally they won't work uh, in the same way and they won't have the same constraints. So this is where you can find like mature companies that really are are, are leading the way in terms of digital because they are already leading the way in terms of organization because they have a, a super strong uh, technical director uh, that has implemented uh, processes or things like this. But good uh, technical directors, I think it's not only like I have processes and everything like Mr. Process, it's not the solution for everything because good technical directors, uh, they also know that if they, they, they push it too much, they, they will lose adoption on the on the construction sites, so you notice I'm not talking about digital. I'm talking about process or organization. Yeah. Um, and uh, and this is um, I think this is we something we we notice more and more is that people are aware that uh, putting tons of constraints from the management level to the construction site uh, in the operational uh, is not uh, necessarily a success. It's not necessarily a success uh, because. Um, you're not thinking how can I ease the, the life of uh, my engineers on site. You're thinking exactly how can I ease my life as a manager or my life as a financial controller or things like this. So this is exactly the opposite. And uh, um, our learnings for, I mean, we've, been, we've been around for, for eight years. Uh, the, the biggest learnings we have is like, it's coming from the field. The, the, the beginning is coming from the field. The data is coming from the field. And the tools need to be suited for the field. This is like the top top priority. And then you also need you also need the the the, the management level, the, the the company level, and everything. It's a need. It's not on. It's not a. It was at the beginning. It was a, a nice to have. Right now, it became it became a must have. Uh, I could certainly agree with what you're talking about. Um, I also noticed that you serve other industries besides construction. Can you explain a little bit? So right now, the the main, we work with the retail businesses, super large retailers such as Carrefour, Lidl. Uh, we work with um, the people in the energy business, uh, EDF, Total. Uh, we work in the industrial uh, world, uh, people building factories, checking, uh, and also uh, Managing construction within the within the and improvements within fa existing factories such as Akema, one of the leading uh, chemistry uh, companies in the world, uh, and also uh, real estate with the Bouygues or uh, infrastructure mainly. So those are 
different industries in terms of business. But the common fact in uh, with all these industries, if you take a company such as Carrefour, they're spending around, uh, this is a, a figure I found on Wall Street Journal website, so I, I need to, to counter-check <laughs> this, but, but uh, it's around, it's, uh, I think last year it was around uh, 600 million per year as an expense only for construction. So, um, so just to, this in the retail business, you think, oh yeah, maybe uh, this retailer is not a construction company, so how come Bigloser is working with them? But actually, like all the retail business is, is a huge, uh, is a huge um, uh, potential client for all works. So they're building new stores, they're refurbishing old ones, and it's a constant way to, to do it. I big, very big projects, smaller one in inner city projects, uh, outside the city projects. So. This is an example of um, this is an example of um, of uh, owners that do spend a lot and do care a lot about his client at, at, at the end, so that's why they're 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 deploying this. So uh, you could think also why why Bulldozer is working with uh, those leaders in the metro business or the railway business because it's they are working in the transport business, but guess what? In the transport business, they have tens of thousands of people working in construction within the business. Why? It's because it's such a specific uh, knowledge to be able to do work uh, on a railway with safety constraints. Uh, um, uh, you work at night. You work, I mean, it's special people that do work there. It's, it's a special knowledge. So uh, they're as as big as uh, super large contracting companies. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's the the common the common point in between them. It's they do have to manage construction works. And uh, with Bulldozer, with uh, our, uh, I would say, manager web app, actually they can have um, a broad view of everything that's happening on the construction site. So they are more in the industrialized construction than a contractor that would execute one specific project for one specific, uh, let's say, real estate developer once, and they won't be able to iterate. Those guys, they are, uh, in the retail business, the infrastructure business, the, um, the energy business, they do repeat all uh, more and more the, the project. It's, it's always the same constraints, the same risk they do have. And even if the architecture is different, the structure is different, I mean, the way they proceed, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's often the same. And so that's why they are, they are working with Bulldozer. It's because sure, on the construction site, the management is done almost like uh, with a general contractor or uh, engineering firm managing this, it's almost the same business. But on the management side, they're much more in the, how can I industrialize my construction to make it more efficient? Uh, for, or for example, for the retail business uh, ship on time because I have, a, um, I have a delivery date that cannot change because marketing and things like this. Or in the infrastructure business, uh, I have, for example, uh, the Olympic games that will start. So I have to ship my, <laughs> my metro or I have to ship my railway or or my, my train stations, so there are a lot of pressure. They have a lot of pressure and they have to, 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 to find a tool to, to manage all this and avoid risks. Yeah, so we have talked about the past and the present. How about the future? What's in the future for, for you and your company? Yeah, for, um, for Bulldozer, I mean, the, the vision is, uh, is really clear for us. Uh, so we want to work more and more uh, with large companies. They do uh, operate or own uh, assets so, such as infrastructure assets energy assets uh, so this is like the path and the type of clients we're addressing it's really clear for us and the, the value we provide is really clear and 
um, the feedback we get from clients compared to all construction project management that, uh, solutions that are that you can find online and things like this, it's that we're much more specific into that type of business. So they do find a lot of value compared to other solutions for this. Um, we also, um, we also, since I think since day one, we also build it the solutions with the with the clients. So that's why such uh, large clients keep working with us for five, six years uh, and keep uh, asking us for uh, uh, new features, improvements, uh, things like this. So the future will be uh, to first uh, continue growing within our within our clients because uh, <laughs> I guess what our clients they are super super big, and so we're we're only scratching the surface right now of the potential uh, the potential users we are we're, we're deploying right now. So uh, it takes time, but it's it's also a lot of potential within our uh, already within our clients, and we want to serve them the the the, the best we can um, shipping. Uh, as, as fast as possible, the functionalities. In terms of uh, in terms of products, so I think right now we're providing them, uh, I would say module A, B, C. So a lot of functionalities, so punch list, task management, document management, uh, and also uh, ta task planning and things like this. And we're uh, we're more moving more and more uh, into the, the planning business. So uh, basically, being able to uh, forecast tasks, and anticipate them, and things like this. So. There's a way in which uh, a lot of software vendors go, which is like uh, they want to be able to have their own BIM viewer uh, modelized and things like this, so which is one way. Uh, we're going also, we're not avoiding the, 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 BIM, uh, the BIM topic because it's such so necessary in the future. But right now in terms of priority, this, this is a fun fact. Uh, every client we, we discuss with, uh, if you ask them, do you want to be able to plan your task or you want to be able to visualize them into a, a BIM model? Uh, the, the answer is 100% clear. It's uh, it's on the planning side. So uh, in so <laughs> I know it's uh, uh, this is not what you usually read in, in the newsletter, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, actually that's that's the feedback we get from 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 all users. So um, and also we're we're um, we're organizing uh, bulldozer data to be able to interconnect with the uh, with the, the beam data afterwards. So right now, uh, if you take a, an issue in a beam model, you have uh, someone a creator, you have uh, someone that is assigned. Uh, it's uh, located into one object and things like this. So we already have this in terms of structure, and so at some point we will be able to interconnect our data, our task. With uh, with a model, but this is like I, I want to close the, the BIM topic because I know it's it's something that uh, that that people are uh, uh, always asking about. Uh, but also, I think it's important to mention that uh, for the future, uh, it's also important to master the basics, uh, which are like the basics right now. The situation in in, uh, in construction sites, like uh, things are late, simple things, simple things are late, uh, works are delayed. And um, so those are, I think, the basics. So I want to master my quality, master my delay, uh, master my risks in terms of safety. And then we'll be able to discuss interoperability, integrations, and things like this. So that's, that's uh, we want to master really the basics and to be the number one solution into the basics. And then we'll be able to, to, to move forward into, um, into to, to the next steps. Yeah, yeah. So maybe one of the main takeaways from this our discussion is that you cannot uh, solve a, a problem 
with technology, you first have to, you said, organize yourself, and and it, it's uh, bringing uh, technology onto a mess. It doesn't make it any more smarter. So, no. <laughs> so you know, you know, in the in in this uh, in this topic, if you want to take an example from the industry, hmm. uh, manufacturers, uh, they have they have tons of digital forms right now, but most of them didn't uh, didn't um, think enough. From my from my point of view, didn't think enough about how can we reduce the the type of uh, controls we 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 make and make them more efficient before going to digital. So the easy move was okay, we have 1,000 form into paper. I want to 1,000 form into uh, into digital. But uh, I mean, this is this is coming uh, more and more, I think. And this is also the the move that we want to to, to implement in the construction business. It's uh, how can I organize myself more efficiently to avoid uh, reproducing the, the flows of uh, what we had in the paper area and uh, actually uh, uh, be more efficient uh, directly in the, uh, in, the, in the digital area. So that's, that's one example that has a lot of years of experience in the industry business. And uh, so manufacturers right now, they're mature in this topic, I, I think. Uh, so for our industry, I think it's exactly the same thing. Another example, if you if you allow me to, to, to do it, okay. Um, another example for me, it's the punch list. Uh, that that's the I think the worst part of digitalization is the punch list, punch list applications and things like this. Because uh, when I was at Brig, so I had to do this, those horrible punch lists uh, in paper, uh, drawing uh, where the the problem is, taking the picture, printing it, and things like. This. So this is like a, a horrible experience for for most people. Uh, over my age, I would say, because right now it's it's much more easy to do it. But uh, this is again an example in which the digital hasn't solved the real problem. So the, the real problem is like, how come I have so many punch lists to handle and in at the end of my project? So that's the real problem. <laughs> so what was I doing uh, during all those months uh, into in my quality controls, into my coordination, my planning? What was I doing during two years before the end of the project? And now I have to handle all these punches. So the punch list applications, they are here to make you more productive collecting punch lists. So this is a horrible phrase for anyone that has ever done construction. The real, the real, uh, the real sentence that should be here replacing it is, how can I re uh, remove or decrease the punch list at the beginning before being super productive at uh, taking pictures and everything at the end? So. Uh, punch list applications uh, that uh, that were built. Uh, so this is the, the beginning of construction digitization. They were built to make you more productive at the end, which is tackling the wrong problem. The wrong problem. The right problem to tackle is how can I make sure that during construction I make the right controls. I coordinate myself. I make my communication much more efficient. How is it possible to avoid having uh, having um, tons of punch lists, thousands of punch lists at, at the end? And so I think this is the difference is most of software vendors in the construction industry didn't take boots and, and hard hats uh, to coordinate construction. And this is, a, this is I think, the, the reason that's why everybody headed down to the, the, punch, list, uh, the punch list business and uh, avoided tackling the real problem, which is way more hard to, to address. Ali, it has been a really... Uh, interesting to uh, discussion with you, and and I, I clearly see that you have a lot of insight, and and um, I'm I would love to follow up on you, let's say 
not in the next five years, but maybe maybe a little bit earlier. <laughs> so sure. um, so how can our audience contact you uh, and uh, find your company? Okay, so um, we do have a website. Uh, so <laughs> www.bulldozer, so I'll spell it for you, B-U-L-L-D-O-Z-A-I-R. Okay, so the end is a bit different from the engine. Com. So this is our website. Otherwise, uh, you can contact me on LinkedIn. Uh, I do massively use LinkedIn uh, to, to, to exchange, make new contacts and network. So, uh, so uh, Ali El Hariri, you, did, you, 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 you said it with the, with the right accent. That's fun, that's fun at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, uh, Ali, it has been uh, a real pleasure. And, um, me too. And so, uh, I can all say all that I can say now is all the best for your future and let's chat again soon. Sure, thank you. Thank you, Arnie. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.